Welcome to Newbridge Present Community, a place we experience perfection unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Join us as Pastor David of Genevieve teaches and divides the word of truth. Be blessed as you listen to the sermon. In, In Christ, Christ, we are God's new breed. Hallelujah. Quickly open to Jeremiah 3 verse 15. Jeremiah 3 verse 15. Thank you, Lord. Jeremiah 3 verse 15. If you can see it on the screen, read, let me hear you. Read it again, let me hear you. Now, if you're online and you're following, type that verse or declare it to yourself. Don't type it, it'll be too long. So just declare it to yourself. So let's read it one more time. What does it say? And I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. What does this mean? It means that understanding and knowledge is food. Praise the Lord. What did I say? Understanding and knowledge is food. One major job of a pastor is to feed with knowledge and understanding. One major job of a pastor is to do what? To feed with knowledge and understanding. It is my job to feed you with knowledge and understanding. Hallelujah. That is why if you look at the month of November, this particular month, the teaching series was carefully crafted. On one hand, we are talking about purpose. That's the Sunday services beginning from this Sunday. And in the midweek services, we are talking about supernatural direction because you cannot talk about purpose without supernatural direction it's a key you need it's a skill do you understand that it's a spiritual skill you need praise the lord so i will begin like this what is supernatural direction? When can we say a person has supernatural direction? A man is said to have supernatural direction when his major decisions in the physical are influenced by the wisdom of the spirit realm. Praise Jesus. A man is said to have supernatural direction when his major decisions in the physical are influenced by the wisdom of the spirit realm.
Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you praise. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. Just thank him right now. Thank him once again. Father, we thank you. Oh, Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. Sheku raba sata katabala deke shikaba. Oh, Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. A man is said to have supernatural direction when his major decisions in the physical are influenced by the wisdom of the spirit realm. Because you need to understand that though this is the physical world, the spirit realm is more real than the physical world. Though we're in the physical world, you need to understand that this world is spiritual. Praise the Lord. Let's read something from Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. I've read that part of the Bible countless times here, but let's read it again. Hebrews 11 from verse 1. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Show down keyboard line. Hebrews 11 verse 1. It says, Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Jump to verse 3. It says, Through faith, we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God, so that Things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Are you following this? He's saying that the things which are seen are not made of the things which do appear. That means the things which are seen have deeper connotations than what they seem to have. For instance, whoever thought that 2020 would turn out like this, except we even even those of us that got prophecy and word of knowledge you see word of knowledge is a word of knowledge it doesn't tell you everything it gives you an idea sometimes it gives you detail it's a word of knowledge <laughs> you know when i was looking at the prophecy over 2020 that we got in october we actually perceived that there was going to be challenges trouble but we didn't know it was going to be destabilizing to the nations of the earth. So, you need wisdom from that name. Praise the Lord. So that takes me to the next thing. Why do you need supernatural direction? Why? Number one, what I've just said already. Things are more deeper than the sin. Praise the Lord. Things are more deeper than the sin. Open to Jeremiah chapter 10 from verse 23. Jeremiah 10 verse 23. Today, I, I want to just lay a solid foundation for this subject. Jeremiah 10 verse 23. 
This is Jeremiah the prophet speaking. He says, Oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. Ah, that the way of man is not in himself. You know, that verse of the Bible, just that first phrase alone, the way of man is not in himself. It says a lot. Hold that verse of the Bible. Let's look at Jeremiah, James chapter 4. James 4. From verse 13. Oh, thank you, Lord. We depend on you. Say after me, Lord, I depend on you. He says, go to now. You that say today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. See verse 14. He says, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that have appeared for a little time and then vanished vanished away. I know that there are many there are many faith teachers who try to downplay the scripture. But it is what it is. Apart from God, you don't know what the future will be. Do you understand that? Things are more deeper than the sin. If they told some of you 10 years ago that you'll be where you are right now, you may never have believed. If they told me 10 years ago, well, actually, it was still 10 years ago that I'll be preaching, but. <laughs> but for some people, if they told them 10 years ago that they would be the ones preaching, they may never have believed. Things are more deeper than the sin. It's just wisdom to look for direction. Do you understand that? You see, the issue of direction is a major need. Men are always seeking. Okay, you see, they make decisions. You see, make decisions. You, you wonder. Uh, in fact, I, I'm, I'm, I'm traveling. I'm going, I'm leaving Port Harcourt. Why are you leaving? What was the conviction? Do you know that your location can change? It can change your <coughs> the outcome of your entire life in the end. Your location, your friends, the things that influence you. One of the reasons why I, I decided to do this topic was because I found out that one major problem. See, when you look at many people's lives, a, the major reason why a lot of people's lives are complex or complicated is because of wrong choices and decisions. Some people, if you look at the thread line of, of decisions they make, they always make the wrong decisions. Always. They enter the car that there will be one chance. They want to stay in a place, something is wrong. Always wrong. Why?
said, whereas you know not what trap me on the morrow. For what is your life? For it is even a vapor that appeared for a little time and then vanished away. Then see verse 15. He says, For ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live. Well, see, you see the Lord wills, we shall live. Amen. <laughs> and do this or that. Now go back to James 10. Go back to please Jeremiah 10. Thank you, Lord. It says, Thus said the Lord. Verse 23. Is that where we quoted before? Is that verse 23? 1023. Oh Lord. So as I saw Lord, Lord. It's okay, we're in the same. <laughs> oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. I've heard that thing before that says all that glitters is not good. You know, a lady sent me a message. She's, she resides in Abuja, Nigeria. She said, in fact, she put it on her status. I was just scrolling through through my WhatsApp status and I just saw that and I was like, wow. She said, if I did not meet Sir David, what would have happened? That thing gripped me. See, if I did not meet him, she met me quite a while ago. What would have happened? What would my life been about? Serious statement. Some people, there are some people you should have never have met. Are you following me? And you will not meet such people again in your life. Amen? Amen. So the way of man is not himself. It is not in the man that walketh to direct his steps. Look at this. That means man does not have the ability to direct himself. That is why he needs supernatural direction. He doesn't have that ability. I can imagine, you know, the expression of the prophet tells us what state he was. He said, Oh Lord, I know. <laughs> Did you understand that? He said, Oh Lord, I know. That the way of man is not in himself. It's not the man that walks it to direct his steps. So the first reason why we need supernatural direction is because things are more deeper than the sin. That's why you must not judge your life by how things look at the present. You must judge your life by its alignment to the wisdom of the invisible realm. Are you following this? As long as I tell the, 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 the guys around me, as long as I'm aligned with what God is saying in the spirit, it doesn't matter what's happening around. It's a matter of time to change. That's what is called faith. That's what is called conviction. So once I have that substance in the spirit that I am where God wants me to be, doing what God wants me to do in the right way, the right place, in fact, say after me, I am where God wants me to be. I am left where God wants me to be. I am doing what God wants me to do. In the right way. In the right way. Amen. Once I'm there, it's a matter of time. It's easy to tell our neighbor, to tell your neighbor, don't be discouraged. See, that don't be discouraged will 
matter more if he's in the right place if he's supernaturally guided he has something to hold on to praise the lord the second reason why we need supernatural direction is because your life has specifics hey what did i say your life tell me my life has specifics genesis chapter 12 from verse 1 Genesis 12 from verse 1. Genesis 12 from verse 1. It says, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Hallelujah. That means Abraham's destiny was in a land that will be shown. Get out of thy father's house, out of thy kindred. Sometimes, if you're ever going to become what God has planned for you to be, you have to detach yourself from these sentimental attachments. If you are too sentimental, you cannot fulfill destiny. Write it down. It says, Get out of thy father's house, out of thy country, from thy kindred, unto a land I will show thee. You know, why am I doing this teaching now? I, I, in 2015, January, in fact, let me put, better put, around this time, November, November, December 2014, I began to have this stare in my spirit. This stare in the spirit. I began to hear what destiny. Oh, God. Destiny. And it pulled me to, to hold programs. Then, in the university which i call towards destiny for eight weeks i was teaching morning i was teaching two days wednesday mornings friday mornings and usually whenever that stay comes i know that god is trying to say you're about to transit there's a new phase opening And all of a sudden, as we were moving into November, I began to feel that stay again. The same stay that came in 2014. It began to come again. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor destiny. You know, somebody has asked me a question. You know, I, I heard somebody teach that there is nothing like destiny. There is nothing like... Uh, uh. So somebody asked me a question. What is the difference between destiny... And purpose. Hey. Did you hear that question? What is the difference between destiny and purpose? I will talk about it today, but I'll go deeper into it on Sunday. I think I will just write three of them. Purpose. Assignments. destiny you see these two purpose assignments they are very important but the most important is this are you following this purpose is the reason 
why a thing exists. What did I say? Purpose is the reason why a thing exists. Assignment is the function of a thing. Praise the Lord. Purpose is the reason why a thing exists. Assignment is the function of a thing. But destiny is the final outcome of that thing. It's from the word destiny you have destination. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Let me go over these three things again. What did I say? The first one is purpose. Second one is what? Assignment. Third one is what? Destiny. Uh, no, when when somebody said, when I heard them say that there's nothing like destiny, I laughed. This one eh, is the most important. Purpose is what? The reason why a thing exists. Assignment is what? The function of a thing. Destiny is what? The final outcome. So, purpose is like this. I can call you and say you are employed in this company as an engineer. Now, unknown to you, I have planned that you will eventually that you will run this company, you will be in charge of this company. But you may not know. Are you following this? That's what I proposed. But along the line, something happened, something happened, and then a challenge came up along the line. And even though you were supposed to become the CEO of that company, you ended up as a very good staff. You were employed to become CEO. That is purpose. What eventually happened was you became a very good staff. That's destiny. That's where you ended up. Many people, when they are born, they say great things about them. Oh, this person will be this. This person will be that. How many become? Many people's lives. Oh, this is I'm talking about. That time in 2014, when the Lord began to spell me about this thing. He said, you have to start teaching it. In fact, I made a joke one time. I said, people play with destiny because it sounds like this tiny. You have to start teaching this thing. And the key to it is supernatural direction. If a person is driving a car, I was talking to a young man yesterday and he was about to make some choices. I told him, listen, pay attention to what I'm telling you. If you are driving a car, that was I was talking to him. And the car is on high speed and you mistakenly swerve <laughs> unconsciously. If you're not careful, that can be the end. Many people have had experiences like that because of wrong choices. Some of them will get into one wrong marriage and sometimes they will take one decision and that's it. 
They will enter one trip, they ought not to enter and that's it. They would direction. So the second reason why we need supernatural direction is because life has what? Specifics. The first reason is what is what? These are more deeper than the sin. You're welcome, sir. Jesus' name. You're welcome. These are more deeper than the sin. Number number one, number two, your life has specifics. And throughout the month of November, on the midweek service, I'll be teaching how to know when God is leading. Because the problem is not really that God is not leading. That is the next thing. You must have faith in God's leading. God is leading. And if you are born again, you are already implicated for God's leading. If you read the Bible, you will see that God was leading people, even people who hated him. He attempted to help them. He attempted to help people who didn't even believe in him because of his love. How much more you that has believed in him? Pharaoh in the Bible. God showed Pharaoh a dream about his nation. Praise the Lord. You can imagine a pagan king. God showed him that in seven years there will be famine. In seven years there will be plenty. Then in the next seven years there will be famine. God showed him. How much more you? Psalm 16 from verse 11. Psalm 16 verse 11. It says, that will show me the path of life. Hey, hallelujah. Yes. What did he say? That will show me the path of life. Say after me, God, you are showing me the path of life. That means life has a path. Everybody's path is not the same. What did I say? Everybody's path is not the same. Life has a what? A path. You know, when you understand this thing, you will not be breaking your head unnecessarily. Instead, what you should be breaking your head about is, am I in my path? Am I making progress in my path? Remember where we started from? That he said he will give you pastors to feed you with knowledge and understanding. That means my job is to come and help you find your path. That will show me the path of life. Oh, see, these are verses to meditate on. Because at every, every, every now and then, you will get to this point in your life where you are at a crossroad. And see, you must be sensitive to know when you are at a crossroad. I know there are a lot of people following us online, so I can say this. As a young person, when you come out of school or come out of NYC, those are crossroad times. When you get into a new job, those are crossroad times. When you start a new business, you have to ask some questions. You have to spend time and pay attention to God. Some people are just too careless. They don't know how to pay attention to what is God doing in my life. They cannot pay attention. Something happens and 
they just uh, it's just like that. You get into a place, you hear something. Why did I, why did this thing happen? And that's the key. The, the, one of the keys to supernatural direction is attentiveness. Just being attentive. In fact, as a Christian, if you can be attentive enough, you would fifty percent of the leadings of God will be clear to you. If you read the New Testament, you discover that the apostles of Jesus Christ did not really do a clear-cut teaching on how to be led by the Spirit of God. And I used to think about it. Those days when I got born again and started reading my Bible, and I read I read the whole New Testament many times. I was wondering, Paul did not really do a teaching or a serious, he didn't grab a letter on his soul to the Corinthian church. How do you how to know when God is talking to you? Instead, he just talks to them about Christ, what Christ has done. But if you read the book of Acts, you will discover that many of them always knew what God wanted to do, what God wanted them to do. There were many times they were led in dreams. Sometimes they just knew. You will see Peter say, and the spirits bade me go. What do you mean the spirits bade me go? Nothing doubting. That's a spiritual term. How, do, how does the spirit bade a man to go? How do you know that the Holy Ghost wants you to do this? The spirit bade me go. That's why this teaching will reach out to all our members everywhere. They should not play with they should not play with midweek services. Because I noticed something. <laughs> On Sunday when uh, they were announcing a midweek service, the minister said, you know, Sunday is always full. He says he said the true believers are those that attend midweek service. <laughs> I don't know how true, but amen. You are strengthened to attend midweek service. Amen. amen. Reach out to everybody. Attend midweek service. Say after me, Lord, you are showing me the path of life. Lord, you are showing me the path of life. Lord, you are showing me the path of life. Amen. So, you must believe in God's leading. So, more on this. John chapter 1. If you are a believer, you have access to God's leading. The leading of God is not far away from you. It's close to you. Many times, if you check where the matter you are asking, God has spoken to you about it already. John chapter 1. From verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Let me read verse 1 again. It says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now, let know that a lot of people who, who say, um, Jesus is not God. This is one of the verses that destroys that theology. What does it mean when you say the word was God? If you hold that thought and go to verse, I think verse 14, it says, and the word was made flesh, verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth. Later we are going to do that teaching again because I've been doing it again, the deity of Christ. Jesus is God. It's a very serious part of, the, of, of Christian theology. If you destroy that, you've destroyed a lot. Now jump to verse 3. It says, All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Now see verse 4. 
In him was life. And the life was the light of men. Pay attention. It means in Jesus is life. And this life is the light of men. When you get born again, you come into Christ. You come into his life. And this life will give you light. Praise the Lord. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. Meaning you cannot claim to have his life. And light is absent from you. So I may walk in light. Because I've come into his life. Mr. Wisdom, please come. Let me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Self I mean in him was life. And the life was the light of men. Now, when I tell you that that you have received his life and you've received his light, his life, then you have his light. You may not understand. So hold this place and let's go to John. First John, the epistle of first John, first John chapter five. Praise the Lord. verse 11 1st John chapter 5 from verse 11 it reads and this is the record that God has given unto us eternal life and this life is in his son if you are with your Bible just pay attention to it it says and this is the record that God has given unto us eternal life and this life is in his son so remember first in the book of John, chapter 1, he says, In him was life. Are you with me? Are you following me? Don't be distracted. Are you with me? Come back. Let's do this again. So let's go back to where we were. Just leave it here. He says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So in Christ is life, and that life is the source of light. That life of Christ is the source of direction. Are you seeing this? The life of Christ is a source of direction. Meaning, if you have that life, then you have light. If a man can have his life, then that man will come into light. Hallelujah. It's a consciousness to have. Sometimes the leading of God is not far from me. The next step to take is not far from me. See, I prophetically know that this teaching is for many people here. Let me tell you a story. Oh, there's many, there's many stories I want to tell you, but I, I don't even. When it comes to this matter, when it comes to this matter, there are so many stories I want to say. Direction. I remember one time. Sometime 2012, I was somewhere around Benin, and one thing led to another. I was supposed to be in charge of um, um, a particular job. Some men came to work for my 
my boss. Do you understand that? I was under somebody and some men came to work for him. So he told me that I should um, make sure they don't steal anything. I was wondering, why would he tell me that? Uh, doesn't he trust the worker? So I ignored it. And they were working for quite a while. On the last day of their job, that period I was growing in my work with God. But I also had I started having this easy, uneasy feeling that I should not go and check on them through the front gate. I should go and check on them through the back gate. I said, nobody goes through the back gate. Nobody goes through the back gate now. Do you understand that kind of thing? My logical sense was like, that's, forget about it. But I just had having this feeling. So I went and as I was going there, they were packing materials on the spot. <laughs> imagine, imagine if I said, I'll, I'll, I'll go later. That's another thing. Learning to obey promptly. We, we'll talk about that during this month. Father, we give you praise. I went to that bucket and I saw them and they were like, oh, this boy again. I say, yeah, they just dropped everything on the floor. He has spoiled our plan. Then after the, the, the whole drama, the boss called me and said, how did you know? I said, sir, I just started having this thing. Then there was a man of God. Because that time, the place where we were staying, every small time, I'm praying, shaka barabalagadada. I say, man of God, man of God. The other day, that class, where you saw like, that stuff burnt, a fire would have taken over the building and people wouldn't have known. I wanted to go and do something else. This thing just moved me. Again. I began to walk towards. I said, okay, what's, what's up? Then I began to smell electrical stuff a part of me was like ignore it see i can tell you stories divine leading is too important it's just too important father we give you praise all of a sudden i went i was just moved to go to that class and i had to quench the fire so many things happened to people's lives so many things he says in him was life and the life was the light of men. Say after me, I have the life of Christ. I don't walk in darkness. Now, go to First John chapter five. Short while I'll be rounding up for today. Thank you, Jesus. First John five, from verse eleven. It says, "And this is the record that God had given to us eternal life, and this life is in the Son." See verse 12. He that had the son hath life. You can change it to. Now let's change it to this. He that had the son hath light. Are you seeing that? Because in him was life, and the life was the light. So you can say, He that had the son hath light. Somebody may have the son. Therefore, I have light. He 
neither hath the Son hath life. And neither hath not the Son hath not life. So if I have the Son of God in me, then I have the light of God in me. Glory! Glory. I have direction in me. Colossians 1 from verse 12. Colossians 1 verse 12. Thank you, Jesus. It says, giving thanks unto the Father, which had made us meet to be partakers. Means he has qualified us. He has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Are you seeing this again? So I'm a saint in light. I'm not a saint in darkness. Satan, I'm a saint in light. I'm not a saint in darkness. There's some of you. You within the next one month, you're going to live where you stay. Some of you will live. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We are moving to a better place. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So I, I, I'm reading this verse of the Bible to you to see that God is interested in leading you. Leading is not far from you. Because you are in Christ, you have access to divine leading. It's your inheritance. You are a saint in light. You must embrace it first of all. Sometimes I refuse confusion. I refuse confusion. Hallelujah. I walk in precision. And the last verse for today, Isaiah 48, from verse 17. Oh, thank you, Lord. Blessed be God. Isaiah 48, from verse 17. Thus says the Lord God, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit. Hallelujah! Say, Lord, you teach me to profit. Say to me, I am taught to profit. I am taught to profit. And the Lord thy God which did to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. Look at this. Let me tell you, all those verses, write on them. Use them to pray this night. Write them out. You teach me to profit, Lord. You teach me to profit. I go only the way I should go. Meaning, look at this. He teaches thee by the way that thou shouldest go. There is a way you should go. There's some stress in your life that you're not supposed to have. That's the fact. There are some places that you should not even be found around. The moment the Bible says, Say that a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. You know, when we want that scripture, they always talk about say that a man diligent in his business. They don't talk about the fact that it is in his business. They don't talk about diligence. Let me tell you, you can be diligent in something that has no business to do with you. You will not still stand before kings. <laughs> are you seeing this? They must you must have found your business. Where is that place I should be? Where is that place? Where is that thing I should have business with? If you have not found it, you can be diligent there and you will still not stand before King. Somebody else will do. Praise the Lord. I want to stir up something within you. It's called the spirit of accuracy. The Lord has told us 2021 is the year of divine accuracy. Hallelujah! For instance, 
we are not even even this place where we are having church this place where we are it's not that we cannot move out of here but the lord has given instructions anywhere you want to go must not be far away from this place why he says there's a reason i'm telling you everything there's there's precision Father, we give you praise. Satan, may the Lord lead me. I am taught in the way I should go. I am led in the way I should go. Listen, even if that's all I get you to receive today, that God is interested in leading me. You know, some people, they think that, ah, God. You know, when we say, I'm praying to find the will of God. How many months? I've been praying for two months. I am still finding the will of God. Ah. Is, is either the will of God is coming and you don't understand it or you don't know what's, what's happening or you need to be trained praise the Lord finding the will of God I found out that picking the will of God about any matter is one of the easiest things if a person is trained so, so well, let me not go ahead of myself some people eh, they will pick the will of God but that's nothing we will treat it later preconceived notion a hindrance to divine leading. They have set their mind. When a man is too strong to, to obey God, God is telling you, go here, go here. But you are too stubborn. Ah! Life will be hard to obey God. And not even about the fact that life is not being hard. You can even go in a place that you looks good. But in the long run, you will hey, you find out why God was telling you don't go there. Look at Lot. The Bible said that Abraham called Lot and said, Oh, yeah, choose. He looked at Sodom and Gomorrah, that the place was greener. It was a more favorable country than where Abraham was. You know, after the end, SARS protesters were saying, I want to Japa. So people, I saw man of status. They wrote this, somebody showed the bed. That he was standing up on the bed going to Canada. This one going to Jamaica. No problem. Some people actually have to go. But not all of us. If you're among those that are supposed to go, you receive direction. And you will go. Thank you for listening to the sermon. We hope you have been blessed by the teaching. Please visit our website, newbridgeccng.org, to download more of our sermons. Remain blessed.